A series of black activists involved in organizing their communities to protest racism and police brutality, especially around Ferguson, Missouri, have been killed in very strange circumstances in the past few years. Most people around the world have heard of the mass movement Black Lives Matter. It began in 2014 when police in Ferguson, Missouri, which is a suburb of the city of St. Louis, killed the black teenager Michael Brown and the community protested. It set off this mass movement against racism and police brutality. Now, some of the community members who were not that well known, working class black activists, have died in very strange circumstances, have been killed, and in some cases have had their cars lit on fire, and yet they're not very well known. Meanwhile, the corporate media and big billionaire-funded foundations handpick a small handful of so-called leaders who were never appointed by their community, they were certainly never elected in any way, and claim that they were the so-called leaders of Black Lives Matter, ignoring the grassroots working-class black activists. And many of these people who have died, who have been killed, were actually very critical of the media. They were very critical of big foundations trying to co-opt the Black Lives Matter movement. And they were very critical of the Democratic Party for trying to exploit this working class grassroots movement to it for its political advantage. And one of the key figures who was involved from the very beginning in Black Lives Matter and criticizing the co-optation of the movement was Darren Seals. Darren Seals in 2016 was murdered. He was shot in his car and then his car was set on fire. And we now know that the FBI was spying on him, was surveilling him just as it did in the 1960s and 70s in COINTELPRO. We see a very similar program today. This is a media outlet from St. Louis, Missouri called the Riverfront Times. And on September 16th, it published an article titled, Ferguson activist Darren Seals was surveilled by FBI file shows. This local media outlet did a Freedom of Information Act request and got access to an over 900 page FBI file that was compiled on this activist, Darren Seals. The, the article notes that in September 2016, he was found shot and killed in, in his car, which had been set on fire. The murder has never been solved. And in this 900 page FBI file that shows that the U.S you know, national police, not just the local police, were spying on and surveilling Darren Seals. The FBI demonizes him and refers to him as, quote, a self-described revolutionary who has espoused somewhat militant rhetoric and has access to weapons. Note, they didn't say that he owned weapons or he had weapons on him. He said they have access to weapons, which could mean anything. I mean, Anyone, pretty much anyone in the U.S. has access to weapons because it's so easy to get weapons. So, but note how the FBI is, is trying to portray him as some kind of threat, right? Now, he never threatened anyone with violence. He never in any way hinted he was going to use violence. But he said, I'm a revolutionary. I'm not just a boring liberal like the, you know, co-opted, sellout, billionaire, oligarch-funded so-called leaders who were appointed by the media. Darren Seals was very critical of them. People like Dre McKesson and Alicia Garza. He criticized them a lot. He was a revolutionary. And of course, he was the one who ended up being murdered. 
So if you continue this article, it notes that Darren Seals was outspoken in his criticism of national Black Lives Matter organizers and activists whom he accused of getting riff rich off the name of Michael Brown while doing little for the area of St. Louis where Brown was from. So Darren Seals himself was part of the community. He was a working class activist. He worked on the assembly line at General Motors. He, he did not have the support of, you know, big billionaires and big foundations like the Ford Foundation or the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, which are CIA cutouts, by the way. He was a working class revolutionary activist. This report notes that the FBI file on Darren Seals shows he was under FBI surveillance. It's over 900 pages, but around 860 of those pages are completely fully redacted. <laughs> that is to say, the vast, vast majority of this report is just black redaction and there's no text. You can't read it. Only around 45 pages are actually legible and still a significant part of those pages are redacted. So the FBI clearly doesn't want us to know what they were doing to this, this revolutionary black activist, Darren Seals. They covered up almost everything. This, this report also reveals that at one point, Darren Seals was, quote, investigatively detained during a traffic stop that was conducted by local police at the request of the FBI. So not only was the FBI spying on and surveilling this black activist, they also were using local police to harass him. In June 2016, just a few months before he was murdered and had his car set on fire, he was stopped by police and they were questioning him. And the report notes that an FBI agent and a U.S. Marshal were, they helped the local police in the stop. And then they searched his car and they found nothing because he was a law-abiding you know, person. He was not in any way engaged in criminal behavior. But this shows how the, the FBI and U.S. police were trying to criminalize the working class revolutionary black activists while the corporate media and the Democratic Party elevated a small handful of opportunists who were completely, you know, anti-revolutionary and pro-imperialist and pro-capitalist, and they picked them to be the so-called representatives, even though they didn't represent their communities in any way. And in its file on Darren Seals, the FBI already tried to poison the well by claiming that anyone who might think that police could be involved in killing him are spreading dangerous so-called conspiracy theories. Here, here's this line from the FBI report saying it is anticipated that violent protests may be generated by his death as conspiracy theories are already forming that Seals was killed by the police because of his Black Lives Matter affiliations. So poisoning the well there, of course, ignoring the fact that there is a very long documented history of U.S. police agencies murdering black revolutionaries, including, you know, we know that the FBI and the Chicago Police Department murdered the Chicago Black Panther Party leader, Fred Hampton, in 1969. A former NYPD officer said that the NYPD was involved in killing Malcolm X in 1965. In 1999, a civil court, a civil case in the, in a U, the U.S. justice system found that the U.S. government was involved in killing Martin Luther King Jr. But 
of course, we're going to ignore all of that history. Ignore COINTELPRO, the FBI program to surveil, uh, you know, blackmail, threaten, and even kill black activists and leftists and communists and anti-imperialists. The counterintelligence program or COINTELPRO. I mean, we see a very similar situation today. We can see that very clearly in this article about this 900-page report from the FBI monitoring this revolutionary black activist. Now, Darren Seals was not like these opportunists and Democratic Party operatives who were handpicked by the media and elevated to be famous. He was a revolutionary. He called himself that. In his, his Twitter account, which is still up after he was killed, uh, he went by the name King D. Seals, obviously Darren Seals. And if you look at his Twitter bio, it, he refers to himself as, quote, a businessman, revolutionary, activist, unapologetically black, African in America, caca. so clearly condemning U.S. imperialism and white supremacy, referring to the United States as America with three Ks. You know, this guy was a revolutionary. He called himself revolutionary. He was not someone who was going to be co-opted by big corporate foundations in the Democratic Party. Darren Seals was always very critical of those opportunists who were appointed so-called leaders and became millionaires, by the way. They cashed in on this working class black movement and they were given huge grants by the Ford Foundation and the Rockefeller Foundation, the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, Open Societies Foundations, Omidyar's Foundations, all these billionaire oligarch-funded groups that, by the way, have historically been CIA cutouts used to co-opt the left. The CIA would use these big foundations to fund what it called the compatible left, that is the pro-imperialist, anti-communist, pro-capitalist left. And Duray McKesson is a good example of that. This guy, Dre McKesson, who called himself a so-called leader of Black Lives Matter, even though he wasn't even from Ferguson, people like Darren Seals condemned him as a vulture. And he was a complete opportunist. And we saw that Dre McKesson was always a center-right neoliberal Democrat. He ran for office as a neoliberal Democrat, and he lost. He got like 2% of the vote. And furthermore, Dre McKesson got his start working for Teach for America, which is a union-busting operation to break teachers' unions. So we saw also people like Alicia Garza and these other opportunists who have always worked at organizations funded by big billionaire oligarch corporations and foundations, you know, Google, Microsoft, uh, you know, all these massive big tech corporations that are destroying the world. And yet you have working class revolutionaries like Darren Seals who are murdered. And he's not the only one. There have been multiple activists, revolutionaries from Ferguson who ended up being murdered. So I'm just going to end this, this video and podcast here with a few comments from Darren Seals. I mean, he, he really put his, his life on the line. He sacrificed his life trying to fight against racism and police brutality. And he didn't make a single cent from it, unlike these opportunists who made millions of dollars. Here, is, here are a few quotes in which Darren Seals condemns those vultures, he condemns the opportunists, and he also, by the way, condemns the U.S. war machine and points out how the U.S. empire itself, U.S. imperialism, is predicated on 
the military industrial complex and violence and murder, just like the domestically, the US state is fundamentally built on white supremacy and systematic state violence against black people and Latinos and indigenous people and poor people. Here are a few final words from Darren Seals, rest in peace. Well, man, money at the root of all evil. Being broke is the root of all evil. White supremacy is the root of all evil in this country. Money don't mean shit, man. Like, that's a piece of paper, man. That shit ain't shit, man. Power. Because a lot, a lot of black people got money, man, but they don't got no power. They don't know how to use it. That's why the government, they're going to war every year. Taking resources, land, gold, oil. I ain't get in there for no money. First of all, I didn't even know you could make money off that type of shit. Like I didn't even, I didn't know shit about the, 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 the soliciting grant funds shit. I came, I came out there strictly to talk about racism, educate people, let them know how we need to come together and use our funds to, 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 to grow economically. Cause that's the real way you you beat, you beat racism by cutting off that motherfucking lifeline. We don't need y'all. We ain't giving y'all a lot of money. That's my whole thing. But people want to know that. Everybody starts as an opportunity. Let me start an organization. Give me a look. Give me a couple grants. A couple grants. Start me a couple GoFundMe's. Do a tweet a little bit. And now they big shots. They traveling the world. Then these old, it's getting paid five, 10 grand a month traveling the fucking world. Speaking like y'all fucking helping the community ain't doing shit for the community. You you sell out motherfuckers. Y'all don't want y'all made these motherfuckers into who they are. We got blood, sweat, and tears in the streets for nothing. People risk their lives. People lost their jobs, lost their homes. Cast in prison right now, doing five, ten years behind Mike Brown. Make this Mike Brown shit. This shit was real. We could have changed the fucking world. All you wanted was a fucking donation and a fucking a couple Twitter followers. We need grassroots organizations from the people in, in the community. People who genuinely give a fuck. People who from the struggle. You ain't gonna and people are on leadership. Leadership don't come from Yale, Princeton. Leadership don't come from Harvard. They ain't been through this shit. Huey Newton was a gangster. Malcolm X was a pimp. I ain't no, I only like Martin. I ain't no real big fan of him, but even him, he was a poor ass preacher. Like this shit come from the ground, man. All these motherfuckers, oh, damn, they ain't gonna sacrifice their life for this shit. They ain't gonna die for y'all, y'all kids. They don't wanna lose their motherfucking position. They ties. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. You kill me tomorrow. I ain't never gonna not speak on this on the real. And they know that. They knew that when they met me. That's why they, they made, man, they made sure my face ain't get too big. <laughs>